And welcome to Thank You for Toilet Paper, the history of the little things. A podcast where we talk about a few things to be grateful for and the history and stories behind them. I'm your host, Elizabeth Miller. Thank you so much for joining me today. Let's get going. Growing up on the western side of the United States, we had access to a lot of great Well, what we called Mexican food, but what was actually probably more accurately described as Tex-Mex or like Mexican-American, not super authentic, definitely more of a mix of Mexican and American foods, but delicious all the same. Slowly over time, we got more authentic Mexican restaurants moving into the state, and now there's a nice mix of both. And we like them both. (laughs) For me, Mexican and Tex-Mex are both very comforting foods. I love horchata, cilantro, empanadas, pupusas, though those are not Mexican. They're actually from El Salvador and Honduras, but still very delicious if you haven't ever tried them. They're fantastic. All of this food and more, it just settles in my stomach and it feels like home. I love it. There was a restaurant that was famous in my high school and college years, I guess, (laughs) for their breakfast burritos. Breakfast burritos that if you wanted to do it right, you had to eat right at midnight or later. The place was called Beros, and it was a popular thing to grab Beros burritos at midnight, usually like midnight on a Monday morning, like I guess to start your week off right. Now, these burritos were insanely delicious at that hour of the morning or night, however you like. How they treated your digestive tract was another story entirely and was usually hit or miss. But I swear these things were huge, like logs, just huge old burritos with a big old plate of rice and beans. You'd eat with your friends and then return to the semi-quiet of the nighttime traffic of a small town at 1am on a Monday. I really only did it once, maybe twice, being more of a homebody myself and not much of a night owl, but it was worth it. So in honor of midnight burritos, and really all the burritos my brothers are always bringing home and making. My brother's like king of breakfast burritos. He brought one in today and it was amazing. For all of that and more, it's time for a little bit of love for burritos. So where did burritos get their start? And what's with the name? Burrito, and I can't roll my R's very well. I'm so sorry. So this Spanish will be terrible. I'm so sorry. Burritos mean little donkeys. And actually, that turns out to be a pretty key part of the story of the modern day burrito. Go figure. But we'll come back to that in a second. Because to go way back to the beginnings of the ideas of burritos, we have to go back to ancient Mexico all the way back to 10,000 BCE. It was by around 10,000 BCE that scholars believed that we started to see the use of corn tortillas. Around this time, different Mesoamerican cultures were using tortillas to wrap up food. So that was like the beginnings, if you want to get technical. And then we jump forward to one of the first recorded dishes that one could call something like a burrito. Felix Ramos y Duarte's book Dictionary of Mexican Spanish. Duarte was Cuban, as it turns out, and his book came out only a few thousand years after the start of the use of corn tortillas in 1895 AD. His description refers to a tortilla filled with meat and ingredients like that, but we're not sure if he was describing a taco or a burrito. In the southwestern United States, the Pueblo peoples also ate food wrapped in tortillas. So yet another early example. Although we aren't clear on when the burrito officially came into being, if it was as early as Duarte's dictionary definition or if it was later, one popular story attributes the invention of the burrito to a man by the name of Juan Mendez. 
The story goes that Mendez rode around the city of Ciudad Juarez in Mexico on a donkey, selling his food wrapped in tortillas to keep the food from getting cold. And he sold them like this during the Mexican Revolution, sometime between 1910 and 1920. So now the name burrito makes a little more sense because Mendez was going around selling this food on the back of a donkey. Thus the name burrito or little donkey. There's another story, however, that attributes the invention of the burrito to street food vendors in the 1940s, again in the streets of Ciudad Juarez in Mexico. It was said that this street vendor sold the food he made to poor kids near a school, and he had a special nickname for the kids. He called them burritos, which was slang at that time that translated to slow-witted or dumb, <laughs> and thus the name burritos came from his nicknames for the kids that he sold his food to. There is yet another story, another another one. This one has more to do with the practicality of the burrito and attributes the invention of the burrito to the area of Sonora, Mexico. It is said that the burrito was invented as a food that was easy to travel with because you could easily carry it around all wrapped up like that. And because traveling was often done using a donkey, the burrito got its nickname from that. Sonora, Mexico is known for growing wheat, which is an essential ingredient in the flour tortilla. More traditional burritos look very different from Tex-Mex version or the Beto's version that we enjoyed at midnight. Traditional burritos are smaller and usually only have about two ingredients at a time like cheese, rice, beans, meat, fish, peppers, so on and so forth. It is very possible that workers from Mexico brought the burrito over with them in the 1940s or the 1960s. The burritos were a hit, and for the next few years, taquilleros began to appear across Southern California. The first place to put burritos on the menu in the United States was El Cholo Cafe in Los Angeles in the 1930s. It took a while, however, for burritos to start going mainstream. In fact, the word burrito didn't make its way into the Oxford Dictionary until 1958. The United States put its own spin on the burrito, making it larger, for one, but also creating different kinds. For example, the Mission-style burrito, which also had the nickname of the San Francisco burrito, came into being in 1961 and was invented by a grocery store in the Mission District, thus the name Mission Burrito. The grocery store was El Faro. The store's owner, a man named Febronio Ontiveros, says he invented the burrito, which was much larger and stuffed with guacamole, sour cream, and rice, along with some of the more traditional ingredients of beans, cheese, and meat. The story goes that he made these particular burritos to satisfy the appetites of hungry firefighters. La Cumbre, however, also lays claim to the invention of this type of burrito. So, different stories. In 1964, Dwayne Roberts, who had previously had success selling frozen burger patties, also sold the first frozen burrito. It was Santa Fe, New Mexico, however, that saw the invention of the breakfast burrito, made by the Café Tia Marias back in 1975. These days, the sky's the limit with burritos in the United States. There's a place nearby, not Beto's, a different one, although Beto's might do this, I haven't been for a while, and they put tater tots in the burritos. If you're not familiar with tater tots uh well if you've seen napoleon dynamite they are featured there but basically like little fried battered potato nuggets is what i would call them very good now if you're curious about the world's largest burrito that was created back in 2010 in mexico weighing in at 12,785.57 pounds that is about 5,799.44 kilos it was made from one tortilla and filled with onion, fish, stew, and beans. 
It was made by Canirac La Paz in La Paz, Mexico. It took about 5,000 workers to make it, and it took those workers about nine and a half hours to roll the burrito. It was 2.5 kilometers long. That's nearly a mile and a half. And if all of this has got you very excited about burritos, as well it should, you can celebrate your love for burritos on the first Thursday in April because that is National Burrito Day. I don't know about you, but this episode has left me a little hungry. So for all the food on the go, a rich history of innovation and transportation, and for all the delicious burritos you've ever enjoyed and the ones you will enjoy in future, I am very, very grateful for burritos. That's it for this week. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you have a marvelous day. Take care.